Let's see if I can myself on the screen here. Mitch's, Mitch and his dad podcast episode 34. I am Mitch, and with me as always is my dad. Hey now. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be going back to the hawk and my my experience. No, no, right now. Please, please, please. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back Look to that. Another period of your life. Do what now? Do it in some other period of your life. This this is not a good period for the for the hawk. No, see that's where I disagree with you. I think growing out right right now is not a good idea. No, I should not have done this in the middle of date season, breakup season. You not have the hawk at this point. No. You're, you're about to turn the corner to a positive thing, and then you're going to throw the hawk in there. You'll be going back. No, no, I'm going. I'm. I'm. No, no. It's a, it's a variety of reasons, but but at the very least, uh, I got to say, having terrible hair in the middle of of all this going on is is doing me no favors. What terrible hair? My terrible hair. Look at this. This yeah, is perfect. This well, why? I mean, it's you got it looking very executive. No, no, it's just poofy and stupid. It's terrible. It it, it never looks right. It just looks terrible. It, it looks. You don't need the hawk. It looks please. terrible. I've I've been sort of running an experiment, if you will, for these last uh, you know three four months. You the people that you hang out with, they they're very prejudiced. <laughs> A lot of them didn't care. I'm just saying, like, when I think over all the years that I had the Mohawk, uh, I rarely, if ever, had a negative response to it. <laughs> and uh, most of the people I got a negative response from, the very few times it ever happened, were from people I didn't really want to talk to anyway. Uh, meanwhile, with this hair, it's just been neutral to negative. There's been no positive response. You see, um, and I don't mind trying again, but I think when I grow it out next time, I'll I'll have it sort of. I'll have to find a, a hairstylist or something that I that that I can agree with to go like let's let's keep this maintained. Let's try to keep it looking good while it grows out. You no, know, so let, let me talk to you seriously this. a moment about this. All right, I knew you were gonna freak out. But one thing, for one thing, I was like I'll shave the mohawk. For you after to the say episode. that that. No one you know says anything negative about it. I didn't and the say people that I know. say something negative or not positive, they, you don't care about them anyway. The point of the matter is you have to think in a bigger picture of things. I know. And you're not going to – I told you this before. I'm I know. Repeating. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the thing is, funny. I don't know what else to do but repeat to you because you like talking about brick flag. <laughs> Well, uh, okay. But, so, what I'm saying is, most places in this country that I would bring you to and drive up in a car and stop in any other state, in almost every community in the country, and then we would ask them for their app, you know, not in front of you and try to embarrass you, but later on, we would ask them, what did you think? The first thing they would say would be a negative comment about the Mohawk. Now, I don't think you could even argue with that, but that's exactly what the problem is. You're, you're segmenting yourself to this little small hub group of who knows what, and it's, it's, it's keeping you down, I'm just telling you. Now, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anymore. You're going to do what you want to do. I know. I, I, how well, let me put it this way. It has I know how it is being a daddy. The kids do what they're going to do no matter what I say. 
Look, all I'm saying is it's not like because my hair's been growing out, things have been falling out of the sky and landing in my lap. And as, there's been no... You're not, using the, you're not using the hair in a proper way. There's probably <laughs> ways where you could put something in the hair and make it go straight back, or there's ways to um, part it and put it to the side. I mean... I do that during of, the day. By the time I get home, by the time I get home, it's it's all it's just a mess. But but you know during the, in the mornings, it's okay. It's you know that terrible. Al Pacino mm-hmm. and Sean Penn, who are not the best of friends, but on two separate occasions, they have commented outwardly that the reason for their success is their hair. Good Al Pacino them. and Sean Penn. Uh, they both have. Unruly long hair. Okay, that's what I want. Is on as long hair. We don't see anybody with a mohawk. I'd be fine with long hair. It takes a while. I'm just taking a break. Let it grow a little bit. I'm taking a break. I'm just saying it looks terrible right now, and this is not the time that I want my hair looking terrible right now. Longer to get long again if you take a break. I realize that. But I, I feel very uncomfortable right now, and uh, it's not helping me in 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 this in this temporary season where everybody's just having fun, which is my people. Uh, it's not helping. Uh, that's the very that that's the, the very basics of it. Everyone is having fun. Is that there, what you're saying? There's a variety of things that, that that are at play here, but but that's one of them. It's it's. it's Let me ask you this question off the subject of that mohawk. Mm-hmm. Is the Harry Potter thing, like, not your generation? I think it kind of is. Yeah, it seems like it's everybody's generation. No, it's well, it definitely isn't that. But I mean, it seems like say, it, it, would you say it's more like Carly and Riley's generation? I, I get. I think it runs the gamut. Just your of opinion. My, that's all. No, no, I'm saying uh, because. I like them. I'm not way into them. I have. I've only seen. Pretty break. I, I think I've seen three or four of the movies. The first, uh, first four maybe. We're already breaking up. Yeah, your your video's skipping. You know, Unplugging. All right. Yeah. Turn off the video then. Let's try that. We good. All right, that's getting better. I, I hope, I hope. All right. It says internet connection problem. Yeah, man, your connection. You do something about that. Um, uh, um, I was going to say. Oh, I right. heard your voice, but your picture stopped. Here he comes. Here all he right, comes. All right, all right, we're back. So what I was saying is. Um, yeah, but you wait a minute. Don't t- you, 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 your mouth isn't keeping up with the picture here. You want me to turn the picture Go off? All right. all right, it's okay. Go ahead. I was saying is I saw the first, I think, three or four of them, uh, and I, I enjoyed them. I didn't have any problems with them, but I just didn't really keep up with it. I never read the books. But, I mean, I have many friends that, that are just obsessed with it, read all the books, can't, you know, saw the movie opening the night. same age as you are? Yeah, yeah, around my age, from about 27 to about 33, yeah. And then I have, you know, most of my friends, I would say, are casually interested. I don't know anybody who hates them. I don't know. I mean, it's like, uh, Harry Potter, gross. And I can't think of I mean, what series of movies have carried on that many sequels in a row. Oh. Huh? Star Wars. That it, no, not that have 
fared that well with the audience. No. Well, no. Plus, they didn't have eight Star Wars. Yeah, well, that was, was getting to is that that as far as How about James Bond, the full again. I'm saying if you take the full range of Harry Potter movies, they Indiana Jones. You're still not letting me finish a sentence. Okay. <laughs> if you take the full range of Harry Potter movies that have been released pretty much regularly, I guess every two years or so, I haven't really kept up, but whatever it's been over the last decade or so, yeah. Uh, the public response has never dipped really beyond. You know, I mean, I I can't think of anybody who's like, nah. It after the fourth or fifth one, it was all crap. No, I haven't heard anybody say that, and people are more excited than ever about this last one. It, it it stayed the course. No other series of movies that long, I think, in an unbroken chain did as well. Uh, certainly not Indiana Jones. The most recent one was just everybody hated it. Well, not everybody, but most people. All right, now here's what it is. I heard the Harry Potter expert panel today. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that is, but all right. Well, it's a group of guys, one woman and four guys. And they're all in their 20s. All right. And they've been following Harry Potter with the books and the movies since they were like 10 years old. Yeah, that makes sense. Between 8 and 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Their mother used to read the book to them, in fact. Mm -hmm. First couple of books. What they say is the last two episodes. Now, I've only seen one Harry Potter, so I don't know anything about it. But anyway. Okay. Uh, maybe I saw two. I don't remember. But um, what they're saying is they broke the, the last book into two movies. Yeah. Yeah. One of those movies is what you're seeing now. Yeah. The other movie, which was fairly good, and then the movie before that one, so that would be two movies ago, mm -hmm. they said it was terrible. And everybody got so depressed about it because they thought, oh, oh they got different people making the movie. They got, they're going to ruin all of the rest of the Harry Potter stories. So that would have been that movie number six, I guess, that would have been. Something like they that. They claim that movie was terrible. It wasn't. I mean, they went into all the intricacies, you know. Oh, you know, so and so did this, and he was supposed to get there, and the wizard was supposed to fall on the tree, and the tree fell over before you get to, <laughs> you know, and all of that stuff. Right. They said everybody wanted to read the last book because they wanted to flip to the rod to the end of the book to see if Harry Potter dies. Mm. You see? So, uh,. Their synopsis is, this movie that's out now is the greatest movie ever made. Wow. Wow. That's what, that, was, that was the uh, opinion of the panel. Not Harry Potter movie, but movie. Right. Ever made. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't well, know. I mean, the theaters around in my neighborhood, which there are many, a dozen or so, each one of those multi-screen theaters had Harry Potter on half of the screens. Like, if you had six screens, three of them had Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got one that's got 12 screens. Six of them had Harry Potter. Uh, I'm looking over um, 
I, I know you hate it when I look up stuff online, but I'm just you curious. You do it all the time. You live like that. That's where you live. I don't do it when we're doing the podcast. I'm just, um, I'm looking over because basically what I'm trying to do is compare all the movies on Rotten Tomatoes, which is aggregates uh, reviews, which is, that's what I like. They aggregate. I like aggregation. Um, and so 2001 was the first one, it looks like. And that was uh, 80%. Uh, 2002, 83%. 2003, I'm not seeing in here anywhere, oddly enough. Uh, I guess the next one would have been 2004, 91%. That was the first one I saw. 2005, 87. 2007, 78. 2009, 83. Uh, the 78 is the one they're talking about. Uh, probably. No, well, no, because that would have been the Half-Blood Prince. Well, I don't know. It's hard to tell because it says 2009, then 2010 to 2011. The 2009 got 83. The 2010, last year's, got 79. And this one's got 97. So easily it has been rated the highest of all the Harry Potter movies. And if these people are that into Harry Potter, then of course they think it's the greatest movie ever made. Because it's yeah, I mean that doesn't surprise anybody. Clearly, everybody thinks it's the best of the Harry Potters, but you know. Well, they said it's easily the best of the Harry Potters. It's also the greatest movie ever made. That was basically yeah, well you know. what they came up with. I'm sure. I mean, that's the thing is, I, you know I, what you should do. This is what you should do. Keep your hair like it is. What I would do if I were you is get some of that. Uh, what do you call that stuff? You know, it's kind of oily. Uh, what do you call it? Pom uh, pomade. No, 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 that's for... Gel? Uh, I mean... Yeah, gel, gel. Okay. You get some gel, and you get your shampoo, you know, you shower and your shampoo, and you come out of the shower and you shower the water. The hair's still a little bit wet. You go with the gel, see? Comb it straight You're back. Just call, gonna... up, call up a girl and ask her to go with you to see Harry Potter with your new hairdo. What <laughs> am I, 12? No, I want cats go see a movie. You You'll see my new hair. A kind of thing is that that you don't have to be twelve. Look, it's 12. Just, 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 just. You're gonna have to deal with the hawk for a few months. That's all I'm telling you. Would you just go with some girl to see Harry Potter with your new hair, dude? That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, nobody's nobody's talking to me right now. I, and younger and everything with your hair like the, it the, is the right girls now. aren't talking to me with this hair. I'm telling you, it's not happening. Rest with the other hair. Just. I'm giving this a rest for a few months. Um, I'll go back. Don't worry. Uh, I will manage it better next time around. Are we going to have to stop the podcast until it grows back? <laughs> right. Well, I'll wear a hat. I got hats. All right. Third, we're, we're looking. We're, 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 we're talking about a word. That word is centric. Okay. I like it. C-N-T-R-I-C. Yeah, I use it often. Well, what does it mean in your vocabulary? Centered around something, given thing, whatever. Centered thing. Like so centered used, around something. If you use it in the plural, centrics, with an S, although you could put an X, let's just say S. It sounds like a drug. If we did centrics with an S... We would have a number of centered subjects. Am I right or not? Uh, yeah, I suppose that makes sense, sure. Yeah. I'm trying to get to the term golf 
centrics, all one word, domain name. Mm-hmm. It happens to be available, which surprises me. What it is is golf centric without the S is not available. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the best I can tell from the usages of the word that I checked into, this central idea, this developing of a central group of ideas would be centrics. Yeah, makes sense. Um, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, that's my two topics, Harry Potter and centrics. So go ahead. And, and yelling at me about my hair. Well, I didn't know that was going to come up. I mean, I, mean, I, I just can't believe that's such a big deal to you. Well, I'm just I'm on your side and you don't know it. That's the problem. I don't I don't think that you're not on my side. I don't think you're just being a uh, you know, nincompoop or something. I don't I don't think you're just like, "Oh, oh I'm going to I'm going to complain about Mitch's hair." Commercial, I love that commercial about the ogre. Here comes the ogre. It's got to do with a uh uh off supply machine like that does all kind of different stuff. Mm. You know, it faxes and copies and does all kind of things. One machine. Mm -hmm. So these people are standing at the machine, young people, and they're telling this even younger person how they used to have to use fax machines with fax paper and how things were not as good as they are now. And then all of a sudden they look up and coming up from the other way is this older guy. You know, he's like 40. And they go, the ogre. <laughs> and the ogre looks at him and he goes, you're all soft. And he walks off. That's the commercial. It's a great commercial. I mean, really good. So you anyway, you think that I think you think that I think that you're an ogre because you don't like I'm my hair? I'm definitely the ogre. There's no doubt about it. No, I, don't, I don't really feel that way. But I mean, I, I don't think that you're 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 fighting me on hair just simply because you don't care for mohawks. Per se, I mean, I think that's a part of it, but I don't think that's the entirety of it. Uh, I do think there's a. I think it affects you negatively, and you don't know it. Well, look, I'm just going based on the. uh, You can't base it on the crowd you hang with. I'm not talking about the crowd I hang with. I'm talking about. I'm I'm talking about. uh, I've I've been surveying things around me for the past few months. With surveying, what kind of survey? (laughs) Written survey, (laughs) verbal. Taking taking survey of the land, if you will, you know, sort of sort of a noticing like differences, uh, you know, variations and in interactions and things like that. Um, so this is what I would call a uh, covert. Uh, yeah, because you know, hey, look, if I just ask somebody, hey, what do you think of my hair? It doesn't I mean that's that's use of why bother. This is a covert analysis. I mean, I, if I ask my friends, I'm like, you know, I could ask my friends, well, what do you think of my hair? And most of them are going to be like, I don't know, whatever. What are you doing? Are you growing it out? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I think it'll look cool. I've seen you. I've seen pictures. You can't of you do it that way. It has to be covert. I, I know. I couldn't. So exactly. That's that's kind of useless. So I'm just going by like, you know, if I was out and about and uh, I saw somebody I wanted to talk to, uh, my odds were better just a few months ago than they are today. And, um, you know, there's a few other changes I need to make in my life anyway that, I, you know, as of this year, there's a few things I'm trying to, like, you know, uh, organize my life a little better and, and accomplish certain things and so on and so forth. Um, that being said, in my current state, there's a lot of everything's like, 
in stasis or in like a down point and uh also having like feeling awkward just like looking because everything you know just doesn't i can't do a thing with it uh isn't helping me it's sort of you know it's something that's kind of on my mind so i'm like all right i can focus on the other stuff and ignore the hair for a few months and then we'll figure out the hair thing later that's what i'm talking about that's mm-hmm. all i just picked a bad time to do that i should have waited until the winter and that's indeed what i will be doing well what is this what is the time of the year have to do with this we already talked about breakup season before is, Break uh, up season. Okay, yeah, see, we're, in the, we're in the thick of that. You know, it's a, a lot of swinging singles out there. You know, and um, is you know. Well, I had an interesting conversation with my female barber. Mm-hmm. Can't tell because you don't see the camera, but my hair is much shorter than I was last time you saw me. Anyway, uh, she's getting ready for the first time in her life to go to California with two friends of hers. <laughs> I'm, sure had, been, I'm sure you had yeah. a lot to say about that. Now, this is a girl who was born and raised in Kentucky mm-hmm. and uh, moved to the Dallas Metroplex and went to the, whatever it's called, school institute or whatever it is to learn how to cut hair. Now, when you say girl, you mean, it's like what, she's in her 30s, she's in her 40s, no, 20s? No, no, she's... Maybe 21, 22. Very young. Very, very young. Is she going to be wandering around the Hollywood area? Well, (laughs) (laughs) you need a haircut, do you? No, no. I would would love to get an outsider's opinion, a Texan's opinion around my age group. She's actually, she's staying in a house with some friends of one of the two, one of the other two girls. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they live in Anaheim. Ah, boring. This house isn't going to be in Anaheim. That's where I used to live when I first moved to California. Yeah, I remember that Orange County thing. Yeah, did not care for it. So uh, she said they want to go to the beach and, you know, Mm. they want to go to, to, well, they're going to go to Hollywood because they want to go see the sign and they want to (laughs) go down Hollywood Boulevard and see the Chinese. Roman Theater and see the stars in the sidewalk. Of course, of course. Did not mention you. <laughs> it was difficult for me not to mention you, but I wanted to. I've been training myself to listen more to these stories rather than to interject my own parts mm. story. So, anyway, that was another thing. Well, she's going to come away with a. She's going to see a lot of interesting um, fashion out here. Well, I told her if she likes it, she ought to just stay there. She could probably get a job cutting hair around there. Mm, I don't know. Uh, she said, "Well, if I like it, I might stay." I said, "Well, I can tell you one thing: you will like it. For one thing, the weather is wonderful. <laughs> we're, we're in a streak of seventeen days in a row over a hundred right now. Wow." It hasn't rained here since April. I mean, we're in like serious heat and drought right now. It's very uncomfortable. We really, had, we had crazy bad weather up until very recently. We were like, it was gloomy and it was foggy. It was terrible for like a lot longer than it normally is up, in, you know, into the summer. Really? About, about like I want to say like last week or something around that time. 
it finally started to where it actually was clear skies, clear days the whole day through, about time. But it seemed yeah. like it took forever to get to that point. It was killing me. I love looking at, for, uh, every day I look at the Monterey, California weather. I have it on my computer <laughs> to check the weather, and it just drives me crazy. 61, 59, 63, 61. You know, 60 is a great temperature. you got to have a little bit of a sweater. You know, it's just a wonderful temperature. Mm. I'm trying to think. I think I like around uh, high 70s, low 80s, but I can't really. I just know October weather almost anywhere in, this, in the country is, is, like, perfect for me. So never too hot, never too cold, you know. Okay, now maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Now, you know, the default picture of you that I get has got the mohawk. Yep. Yep, I know. So I, it's easy for me to compare, you see, and I'm looking at that and I'm saying, oh, no. <laughs> this is killing me with this thing. I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, it went off again. Yeah, I don't know what's going picture on. Picture went off, but I can hear you, okay? Yeah, yeah let's see, I can turn my picture back on. There we go. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hate it when this thing. Yeah, I don't on. know what it's doing. It, it doesn't seem to have any rhyme or reason to it. I mean, it doesn't have any connection to anything, really. Yeah, I did want to. I'll get into one last topic and see if we can get through it before it dies out again. But um, did you hear Borders is closing? Oh yeah. Yeah, all the shutting down all the stores, I guess, on Friday. I mean, it was very quick. Yeah, they tried to uh, sell it off in pieces to a number of different investment groups, uh, some of these hedge fund people. Yeah. Some of these hedge funds, as they call them, they buy distressed things like that because they can get it real cheap, you know. Mm -hmm. But Borders is, you know, just spewing red ink. And uh, there's just no way. Yeah, they... Uh... Barnes & Noble acted very quickly to the changes with the Kindle and the all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, they have... If you go in Barnes & Noble, it's actually crowded in a Barnes & Noble. They've done a very good job of marketing the whole ideas of, you know, they do a lot of DVD business and, you know, all that stuff. In fact, you can go in Barnes & Noble and use their book. They don't even call it a Kindle. It's got another name to it, but it's the same. Yeah, the, the Nook. The Nook is what it is? Yeah, yeah. Well, Spend they have it. them all over the Barnes & Noble store. When you go in there, there's, there's just little things all over where you can read. Yeah. Supposedly have like 400 books or something on one of them. Does that sound right? Uh, Yeah, that actually sounds low, but yeah, it sounds about right. Oh. 400 books on one machine? Oh, yeah. You can fit the contents of every encyclopedia you've ever read on a on a thumb drive. Well, oh, yeah. I have 811 books in my house at the moment. My oh. books. Wow. And uh, I just recently, I think I told you I was trying to put together something similar to my movie thing. Mm-hmm. But it's much more complex with the books because of all the different subjects and you know it's not a, you can't just say these are my ten best books because they're favorite books because you know it's going to be a mixture of fiction and nonfiction and yeah yeah exactly you know 
Well, I think, I mean, one could make the argument that it's surprising one wouldn't do that with movies. Like, these are my, you know, documentaries, uh, horror, or drama, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's true. You could do the same thing. You see, what the good thing about my books is, in the front leaf of a book, I write down the date that I'm reading the book, the first day I read it. And I also write where I am when I'm reading it. You know, like if I'm in a hotel somewhere, I write that in the name of the town I'm in, or if I'm at home, you know, so forth. Hmm. And uh, so it's real good for me to pick up a book and look in there because I can, if I went through the trouble, obviously I could sort of put the books in order of the time they were read, and that would be a job right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. But... uh uh, it also tells me with the very simple markings of the, you know, the four markings with the fifth one across type thing. Mm -hmm. It tells me how many times I've read a certain book. And what I was thinking is, if I went strictly by how many times I've read a book, rather than just saying favorite book, it would be st statistically more accurate, I think. You know, like, like the book I've read the most is actually a John Le Carre book, Smiley's People. I've read eight times. Wow. And the second one most read is actually an investment book called The Intelligent Investor, which I read over and over and over. And I read it when I finish it, I start reading it again. It's just real long. Hmm. It takes me a long time to read it. Yeah. And I usually have like three or four books working at the same time. You know, I'm just kind of rotating through. So, Moby Dick falls in there, first, second, or third, for a number of times I've read it, you know? Yeah. So, anyway, that, uh, I, if I had the time or if I just decided I was going to go crazy with the book thing, I could really come out with some outstanding statistics with all the records I've kept of those books. <laughs> See, I don't think I've ever right I think the only book I can think of that I've read more than once would have been On the Road. But I yeah. rarely ever have time for reading, so I think that's why. You know? Well, if you didn't spend most of your life on the internet, you would have time for reading. Well, I mean, I read on the internet, but I, I don't have time to sit down and read books. i got about ten books in my queue right now that I need to get to, but I just never have, you know. If there were no cell phones and no computers, you would be reading books. I don't doubt that at all. I, I'm with you. Yeah. But I, I sort of got that, uh, if it's time to lean, there's time to clean mentality. And so yeah, I, I, it's, I, I mean, I don't sit around watching TV a lot either, you know. Well, that's a good thing. You know, I mean, I, I have, like, dedicated times, and even those I fail, and I'll just have to go and check it on DVD, DVR. Well, I, when, you're going, when you're going to bed at night by yourself. Yeah, 99% uh, of the time. Do you just, like, while I'm feeling sleepy, you just jump into bed and go to sleep, or do you have a way of putting yourself to sleep. I, I have the TV on. I, I have a sort of a, a silence uh, phobia. So I have to have noise all the time. So I put the TV on and I put it on sleep. We're disconnected again. Yeah, we're back. Um, 
Yeah, I was saying I, I have kind of a fear of silence, so I, I need noise. So I just put the TV on and I put on, you know, set the sleep timer for about an hour and a half. That usually gives me us time to sort of fall asleep. So you you set the sleep timer for an hour and a half? Yeah, this way by the time it shuts off, I'm asleep. I see. So you kind of go to sleep with the sound of the TV in the background. Yeah, yeah. And I, it, you know, it doesn't matter what's on even, huh? I mean, I I usually try to pick something I want to watch, but I only catch... If I'm really tired, it's about five minutes. If I'm not tired at all, it might be, you know, 30, 40 minutes. But that's... Yeah. Most of my TV watching is done that way, so I catch, like, pieces of things. Well, I have the habit, because I have the four books sitting next to me, of reading myself to where... I'm starting to doze off and I can't read anymore. So then I put the book up. Then I turn the lights out. Mm. Then I play golf. And it's exactly the same as counting sheep. <laughs> I pick a golf course that I know very well and I play the holes just the way I would have played them in the past. Hmm. What's funny is I very seldom get past the second hole. Very seldom. Hmm. I play the first hole, and I play the second hole, and that's the last thing I remember. (laughs) It's amazing. And it works every night. It doesn't matter where I am. I mean, when I was at Sheila's house recently, I did the same exact thing. I have books. I brought books with me. (laughs) Hmm. It works no matter where I am. (laughs) I used to do a thing where I'd pretend I was, uh, or I'd like kind of pretend I was flying. Like, I, you know, me and my bed would go for a, for a flight, hmm. and I'd fly around like the neighborhood and see sort of if a I mystical could... thing. Yeah, in a weird kind of way. Um, just sort of pretend I was flying through the neighborhood and see if I could visualize. Man, this is terrible. I don't know what's causing this. What's going on? You still getting? It's coming through fine on your end. I think if I was on the internet at the same time as we're on the Skype. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to explain to you. There, there's. You're, I can't hear you. I don't know what you say. I, I, it would be. I, I, it's like if you, if you got in your car, you were sitting on the road, but you weren't driving anywhere. If you were like, I think if I were on the road as opposed to just in my car, I think that's that's about the best way I can explain what you're saying. Oh, so you're saying that you you're doing that in your mind. No, no, I'm saying that when you say, I think if I were on the internet instead of just on Skype, that's that's the same thing as saying, I think if I were, like, it would be like if you were in your car on the road, but you weren't moving, yeah, and you were like, I think if I were on the road instead of in my car, that's the same. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure out why we have this problem. So cons- We actually went through a couple of weeks in a row there where we didn't really have it very bad much. I think uh, I think they just uh, I don't know. I'm going to blame the fact that you're using a, a beta AT and T service. It hasn't been tested very well. That's that's. You mean my... a beta AT and T service? I told you before, it's not rolled out in all areas. They're still testing that whole system. They're trying to figure out if they can scale it up properly, if it can handle the traffic. They're trying to pump through it, et cetera, et cetera. It's very much a test phase. It's not ready. Wireless for thing? You mean? No, I'm talking about the UVerse thing. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't figured out how to scale it properly. That's why not everybody's got it. Very, very, very few people have it. 
I mean, it's, we were one of the first ones in the country to have it. Actually, they tested it here. Exactly, and they're still testing it. I'm saying, I think I, I guarantee that's why. You think so? Oh yeah, I've been going with you know I don't know I, I stick with reliable connections. I can't have finicky internet service. I've been that way for eleven years now. Well, you know what's years. is AT and T is an awful company to deal with, but the old. AT&T, which was used to call Mother. Ma Bell, yeah. Ma Bell, yeah. We called the Mother. Anyway, um, it was a wonderful company. I mean, they had a total monopoly. There's no doubt about it. But it, it, from a consumer standpoint, that was not a negative at all. It didn't make any difference you know, to a consumer. But from, from just plain customer satisfaction they were absolutely the best at everything i mean they were easy to reach they were very complete with their explanations the phone bill was very small i mean everything was the, the just, country was a tenth of the size it is today no 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 <laughs> no this is not that long ago this just happened in the 80s all right so maybe not a tenth but you know no we had 312 million now. We had probably 280 then. No, because we didn't hit 250 until the late 90s or the mid, uh, yeah, mid to late 90s. I don't think so. That's when I remember. I remember. 200 million was around for a long time. We always used to talk about this 200 million. I mean, for many years, that's what the word was. Yeah, yeah. And I can remember when we talked about 250, and that was like late 90s. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm just but anyway, right the, the point I'm making is there's many things, including General Motors, Ford, and AT&T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that were much greater companies years ago than they are now. Now there's no such thing as the customer. The customer, in fact, that's what has happened in this age of the computer is the customer is like fourth in line, fifth in line. They're not even close. Mm-hmm. And what's happened is people in, let's say, Carly's generation, they'll never know the difference. Yeah. yeah. You know, you may never know the difference. I don't know, but they'll never know the difference. It's just like I was telling this guy's story about when I used to work in a gas station during when I was going to college, and the gas was twenty nine cents. He said, "Man, that must have been something. It was only twenty nine cents." I said, "Yeah, I was making sixty five dollars a week <laughs> <laughs> when it was twenty nine cents." Right, right. So you can't really go by the prices too good. Yeah, you got to sit there and account for inflation and everything. Sure. But the, the the service itself, of I mean, calling AT and T. There's not too many things I hate to do more than that. Yeah, having to talk to them on the phone is it's torture. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think what happens is you know, once you get a system like this Uverse thing, it's got everything all in one package like that. It's hard to think about changing, you know? Yeah, I understand. I understand. Plus, they know that. Yeah. That's part of the idea behind it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I don't have... I mean, see, you have an actual phone line. Like, I I mean, I could get all... 
I could get the exact same things you have on my cable service. They also have phone service, but I don't. I have no use for a phone uh, like a landline. So my internet connection and my cable TV connection, I pay through the same bill. Yeah. Uh, and they now have a thing where I could get a little DVR that basically every room would have access to the same stuff, which would be kind of nice. But is that a Verizon um, thing or a Fios? No, what is it uh, called? Time Warner Cable. Just, oh, it's Time Warner Cable. Yeah. That's, we have that here too. Yeah, we have just Time standard Warner. cable. But I mean, you know, cable connections, a cable modem. I mean, the first time I remember hearing people use cable modems was. I want to say ninety six, ninety seven. So I mean that thing's that's been around forever. So it's so pretty you reliable. You happy with Time Warner? Uh, the cable service I'm not exactly thrilled on, but uh, certainly the internet connection is uh, I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with it. I mean if I don't look at what that's other... called the Road Runner or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we it... have it here and. When I got so fed up with AT&T here about three months ago, I, I was checking it out. I, the The problem was it was not it was no less money the switch, right? And uh, I just couldn't make myself go through the trouble of switching. Makes sense, yeah. But I mean, you know, I mean, I wish AT&T was not in my life. I can tell you that. I mean, <laughs> I just can't stand. Just so aggravating. Yeah, see you that know, that to me would be enough to switch, but I don't know. I don't really. Every bill I get from them once a month requires me to call them because there's something wrong with the bill. Every month there's something wrong. Wow. Every month. I like, mean, it's just... Like they're, they're putting stuff on the bill that doesn't belong, that kind of thing? Or like your name is wrong? Or they make a change without my approval. I mean, it's just always something. It's always something. Like the last time, month before last, when I talked to them, I said, now I want you to tell me what my bill is going to be on my next time I get that bill. Can you tell me that now? Oh, yes, I can do that. So she gave me to the penny what my bill was going to be. Mm -hmm. Then she broke it down into the different segments of the bill, although I pay it as one bill. Yeah. She broke down the Internet and the TV and the, and, uh, you know, the phone, the cell phone. Was she broke those down into three separate things? So then I get the bill, <laughs> and I mean it's like a hundred dollars over what she said. I mean it was ninety nine something, almost exactly a hundred dollars over what she said it was going to be. So I had to call them back, and what it is is they had they had changed what they. Uh oh, breaking up on me again. Four, I had the four hundred. Oh wait, you well, said they that they canceled the four hundred and it's now on. called the four fifty. Hold on, hold on. Because it's got additional oh, HD channels. Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> so it costs more—not a hundred dollars more, but it costs you know like twenty-eight four. So what they did was they prorated me back. Oh, he's cutting yeah, out again. You. All right. No, you heard me like a minute later. <laughs> it says we have internet. Yeah, I think we're going to have to cut it. It's like a huge delay. Yeah. Why don't we hang it up for the evening? See? All right. All right. Yeah, it's it keeps doing this. So it, 
We just got a bad thing. Okay. I guess that'll do. If I still got you there. I don't know. I can't hear you. Hmm. All right. Well, it's good talking to you. Uh, we'll talk again next week. Uh, take care. Love you. And uh, all right. Talk to you then.